It's happy hour again from Central City in New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com, brought to us today by our friends at Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a school or work schedule that keeps you away from home, the folks at Petite Pet Care understand that some pets are fine going to a kennel or doggy daycare center if they're a dog, but others prefer the comfort of their own home, especially iguanas. Petite Pet Care are insured, bonded, Red Cross Pet CPR and first aid certified, but most importantly, they love animals. For loving care, when you're not there, Petite Pet Care is at petitepetcare.com and can be in your house as well. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stall, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. In this case, we're at Casa Borrega on Aretha Castle-Haley Boulevard in Central City, New Orleans. Casa Borrega is a bar, a nightclub, a music venue, and an awesome restaurant where you can have some Mexican food. Find them on Twitter and Facebook or just come down here for yourself and have a drink or a meal or hang out with us for the next 60 minutes while I introduce you to my very special guests sitting around the table here in this order, starting with you, Bridget Kelly. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. All right, Bridget Kelly is a seventh-generation New Orleanian. Holy crap. I had to figure that out. Have you, have you had any kids? Yes, so he's eighth. So you're, you're, you've had the eighth generation New Orleans already. Wow. And how old is he? Two and a half. So he's not in the business of having the ninth generation <laughs> quite yet. <laughs> in this city? What an exp- well, you never know. <laughs> they course, start yeah. early here. <laughs> they do, Andy. So Bridget, you're a seventh generation New Orleans and the co-founder of Greener Bywater, which is a marijuana growing organization. Is that correct? <laughs> No, that legislation did not pass. Oh, we didn't get It's not. It's an organization dedicated <laughs> yeah. to preserving her neighborhood's last remaining open green spaces. Kelly knows something about public policy making. She spent 15 years working in community health, chronic disease epidemiology. I don't know what that is. Chronic. Environmental and de- chronic. The chronic. Good point, Andrew. Chronic <laughs> disease. Chronic disease. I got a bit of that myself. Environmental and land use policies, renewable energy, social justice, and food security. Well, you've been pretty busy. Very. I mm, wonder what food security is. Bridget has used her master's degree in public health from Tulane to launch the Step Together New Orleans initiative at the Louisiana Public Health Institute and in her work for Market Umbrella, the umbrella company of the New Orleans farmers markets. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. Let's get going. Are we going to get through any of that, do you think, <laughs> or are we just going to end up talking about how your son's two? <laughs> two and a half. What's his name? Two and a half already. That was quick. Six months went by, just like dog years here. How um. Petite Pet Care. No, I was going to say, what's his name? Uh, August Stewart Hay. August Stewart Hay. August Stewart. Was he born in August? August 4th. He was. Um, what would have happened if he was born in June? That would have been awkward. Yeah. I think we were going with August. June Stewart. So. August. Well, yeah, I guess you knew he was going to be born in August, right? Given that, you know, it takes... Does it take nine or ten months? Andy, you're a doctor. Yeah, Help me out here, Andy. That's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering whether you strategically planned this um, so that he would be August. No. <laughs> no. Augustus. That was the voice of Andrew King. And Andy knows something about this. He's the Robert D. Ambrosia Professor and Chairman of the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at Louisiana State University in New Orleans. Wow. That's a pretty high-powered sort of a day we've got going on here, Andrew. With Sounds our smart. I know. <laughs> and the good deal about uh, Andrew is that he's originally from New Zealand. Congratulations. That's right. I've heard about you. I'm from New Zealand too. I've been here about 20-something years, 24 years. For most of those years, 
so many people have said to me, hey, you know this other guy from New Zealand who lives here? I'm like, no, who is he? He's a doctor. You. Yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm so, I'm so glad to have met you after all these years. Well, thank you. You seem just as nice. Everyone says he's a great guy. Yeah, usually they say he's the guy that talks funny. That's what they're really? always saying. Yeah. Are you really a great guy? Because that's what everyone tells <laughs> no, me. No, not really. It's not true? <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a facade. <laughs> I suppose if you're an orthopedic surgeon, people have to like you, otherwise you could really fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I see just behind you, yeah. there's a picture of, is that Frida Kahlo? I believe it is Frida. Yeah, mm. and she got totally screwed up with a bad spine operation. Did she? And that's why there's a big tear running down her, her eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Chronic pain is something that you know something about, Bridget, as well, right? Or is that chronic something else? something else chronic disease <laughs> chronic pain is pretty bad it's bad that's what you're involved in curing yeah but hopefully we manage to get them over that hurdle most of the time without having to saw their backs up yeah with yeah tools. you have yeah. like tools right we have tools like a hacksaw and stuff yeah we're we're, we're known as the blue collar people of medicine you well, know you have got a if blue you, shirt on yeah i know but if you see our our tools you know they uh, they're pretty um macroscopic shall we say mm. rather than Jeez. microscopic yes it's like a horror movie yep yep so andrew was from new zealand where he completed a fellowship in spine surgery oh god at lsu and never left his clinical interest is scoliosis and he heads the spine unit at new orleans children's hospital what could be worse than hacking up adults hacking up children well i guess making children better is probably well uh, i guess that's a yeah nicer way of saying a little it. nicer way of doing it yeah yeah but you have to hack them up first. You have to hack them up first, but we mm. do it very delicately, I can assure you. Particularly if there's any of my patients out there, <laughs> prospective patients out there listening. Yeah, I didn't mean to say the word hack them up. How do you, how do you say that nicely, that hack up a child? Well, we say we um, instrument infuse. Instrument infuse. <laughs> wow. Yes. That could be a good nice. name for yours new album. That's a great actually, band by the name, way. actually. It is, yeah. a ba- it is a great band name. Talking yeah. of a band, we have a band sitting in front of us. The band is called Cardinal Sons. And there are brothers, John, Joe, and Dave Shirley. I have to like, check my name. It's hard. Well, I've never had three brothers in a band on the show at the same time. And two out of three of them wear glasses. Truth. How come you're not wearing glasses, but Joe? I've, I've got contacts. contacts on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's up off. with your parents? Do they both have bad vision? <laughs> yes, actually. They do. Uh, our dad has chronic bad vision. Chronic. Yeah. We've got chronic nice in work. three times yeah. in the first <laughs> minute. Yes. You think they wouldn't be allowed to have kids. It's just, <laughs> right? I know, right? It's, ju- it's just irresponsible. There's too much wrong with them. And really? Yet here we are. What else have they got wrong? Uh, Spina bifida. Funny accents. They're from you. That's from actually not a, not a fault of theirs. Um, you, don't, you guys don't have an accent at all, right? No, we're from Mississippi. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it comes out from time to time, especially when we go back home. Uh, we're originally from Mississippi. I've lived here for eleven ish years. All right, so That's a long I consider time. I consider New Orleans home. But where in Mississippi? Jackson. See, Jack, when you say someone's from Jackson, Mississippi, it's not like they're saying saying they're from Mississippi, is mm-hmm. it? Oh, it's like, oh, okay, Jackson. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you City get a boys. pass. You get a pass on that. So John, Joe, and Dave Shirley are members of the band Cardinal Sons. There's no one else in the band. It's just the three of you, right? Correct. They're a New Orleans alternative indie rock band, originally, as you just heard, from Jackson, Mississippi, who are carving out a singular career for themselves. Although Cardinal Sons have only been around a couple of years, I don't know where these things come from, but it's good. (laughs) It's been mostly a string of enviable highlights, including playing Jazz Fest 2014, making an EP called Cardinal Sons Make an EP. Okay, that's funny right there. Right. Who's the genius who came up with that? Dave, who is actually not on, not on the mic. Dave, <laughs> Dave was not given a microphone. No, Dave's not allowed to speak. And that was your idea, Dave. I guess so. John said it in passing in a conversation. I was like, you see, that was it. See, that's the key. The, the genius is the person who, 
who hears it, not the person who says it, right? Correct. So it's the drummer is the genius in your band. I don't know what that says. No, we always knew that. Really? No question. Who's the oldest brother? I am. So we do, well, but we have an hey. older, older brother. Yeah. We, oh, got, there's, there's a fourth. There's a fourth yeah. son. Mm-hmm. Correct. And he's, he's even older. He's even right. older. And he's what's his 31, deal? Thirty-one, thirty-two. He, he's an opera singer, and he lives up in Chicago. I thought maybe he had wow. Down syndrome or something. Yeah. When he was in the in the basement. <laughs> uh, he, he, we used to like our parents were kind of worried about him because he was like this really artsy, brilliant kid. But it, like as an eight-year-old, like it's kind of weird to see a kid come up like that because he. They were, they were actually worried that he was like mentally retarded. This is but Joe, the key So, so my, <laughs> really my gut bad. feeling was right that the, your parents yeah, well, thought he yeah. had Down syndrome. The, well, they had that fear. I mean, he, <laughs> he would always, you can't see this a, on the mic, but he would always run around and shake his hands like in front of his <laughs> chest like this as he's running and he'd run in circles just mm. thinking. Yeah. And his mind's wow. like going, but they were like, ah, like, uh, we might need to bring this. <laughs> I was thinking autism as well, Andrew. Well, this is the voice of Andrew. He turned out to be okay. Yeah. You guys know Andrew Duhon, we, right? We know Andrew, yeah. Because Joe's in the Andrew's we, band. Yeah, we so, know these guys, yeah. So, <laughs> so that, would, uh, that would... Let me continue here. Anyway, uh, Cardinal Sons Make an EP was the name of the EP. The band also appeared in New York as winners, winners of the NPR New Song Mountain Stage Competition. My goodness. Nice. That's damn impressive. Right there. Thank you. So it this is a string really of awesome. interview highlights. It NPR. is really awesome. Uh, not only that, but they recorded with Bob Dylan's guitar player, Charlie Sexton, who's the best-looking guy in rock and roll. Oh, he's yeah. good-looking. Right. Totally. He's good-looking. Yeah, that must have been intimidating. It was. And he produced a record for you? He did. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So it says here, and you also performed at the Sundance Film Festival. What else could you have fitted in for the last couple <laughs> of years? If you're looking for the local indie band most likely to release a full-length album that will bust them out of New Orleans onto the national stage in the next 12 months, Cardinal Sons would be a pretty good bet. Wow. What nice. A yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Who wrote that? <laughs> I'm going to hire that guy who wrote <laughs> that too. for you. Yeah. That was I'm going to give you his yeah. name after the show. Sweet. We'll see if we can get him on the payroll. Your his manager. name was David. He's our drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Dave. And Andrew Duhon is our uh, uh, happy hour troubadour who mm. wanders around the world and the country and occasionally wanders back. He's also the winner of the 2014 Big Easy Award for Best Country Folk Artist. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, 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 hey. And I got a haircut today, too. Who did it? We Thanks give a, lot. a free plug. It looks like uh, his name's Micah Nickens. He's got a place in the Bywater called Godet Brothers, and he's uh, he's excellent at lowering your ears. So there you go. Nice job. Interesting. Hey, Chris, can you turn me up a little bit there? Just a tiny bit. Thanks. So um, here we go. That was happy hour. Yeah, that's so, it. So Andy, what made you move from uh, from New Zealand? Was it just scoliosis? Probably the same thing that made you move, and that is that we, when you live in, grew up in New Zealand, you're living in this tiny little country at the bottom of the world, and you're wondering what's going on out there. Mm. So just about everyone in New Zealand does what they call OE, their overseas experience. Mm. So they head on out, most of Britain in the old days, but now they're going right. all over the place. Mm. Same thing with you? Yeah, I, well, I, I went to L.A. and then I was in L.A. and then I came here to go to yeah. Jazz Fest and then I discovered New Orleans and never left the same, pretty much the same thing. But I didn't, I didn't get into med school. That was where I fucked up. <laughs> if I could have ha- had a degree and actually done something, so you can make some money in New Orleans if you have an actual trade here. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a question for you New Zealand guys. Uh, you know, I met some Kiwis across the pond and just I feel like that accent doesn't allow you to be an asshole. Are there any asshole <laughs> Kiwis, or is everybody oh, just kind of pleasant? Yeah, there's, a, there's reeds of them. Really? But let me tell hmm. you about the accent. When I was growing up in New Zealand, the American ships used to come in, and uh, New Zealand girls would go nuts for American really? accents. Oh, nice. you know, the local radio station would have Data Sailor, and all our girlfriends who we thought were sort of pretty, you oh, know, no. they would all go off with these sailors. And uh, I'm getting, 
when I came over here, I found to my delight that American girls mm -hmm. rather like our accent. They okay. say, oh, keep talking. I mean, like yeah. the way you talk. So, so I'm getting a little back on you guys. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I'll make it over that way one of these days. Yeah, you yeah think, you'll do well, I can, I can assure you. Perfect. <laughs> is that still the case over there, Andy? You just came back, right? Yep, I came back, but they tell me I don't speak like a New Zealander. No, anymore. now they, they say, say where I've are you sold from? Out. Yeah. yeah, where are you from? I'm sure. Yeah, but do you think New Zealand girls still like the American accent? Oh, absolutely. Still the same. If if you listen to the radio stations, they often have an American DJ because they just like like wow. the way they talk. What do you think, Shirley? Boys are gonna head over there for a little tour. Let's do Done. this. Done. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. We yeah. actually got written up. This is very uh, random, but we got written up in this Australian. Not the same That's thing. That's not New Zealand, not dude. Not the same thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. but, uh, but still, same area, sort of. Mm -hmm. I just I, I want to go to both countries, honestly, as soon as possible. Yeah. We got yeah. written up by whom in Australia? The AU Review. Andrew oh, yeah. did as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were like in the same write-up, like, you know, Discoveries, apparently this writer from the AU Review was at Jazz Fest. And, uh, uh -huh. And it was so he has to justify the free trip somehow. So yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. He said he enjoyed himself. Put yeah. some schlock together and put <laughs> it on shit about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Anything like it's been a string of enviable hits for the? No, no, nothing as good as <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing near as good as that. It was basically like you know this Australian editor uh, was in town for Jazz Fest and discovered us and Andrew and. You I know. think the title was something like Five Musical Discoveries or something like right, that. Right. Right. What were the other ones? So you were one. Uh -huh. Andrew was one. Uh, I believe Teresa Anderson right. was one. Yeah. And she that. is a... Um, she's Swedish. Swedish. Swedish yeah. I, think. I was about yeah. to say Swiss. That's right. Uh, she's Swedish. And then the others, I think, were the Lost Bayou Ramblers right. and then the Pine... Top, Pine, the Pine Leaf Boys. Pine Leaf. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they're good, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was really funny. Andrew's write-up was kind of funny. I, I play in Andrew's band. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was great about it, he got a great... You know, the fluff on the top sounded great, you know? And then it gets down to like you know sort of a review of the show and everything, and it was going through like the band members, but it, n the writer obviously didn't know any of the other band members. No idea. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, um, you know, and then he he had his you know his friend, some singer, um, some female vocalist come up and and and, uh, and sing, and we didn't get her name. And then, it, but then, then <laughs> they it actually was like, say that in the other. Yeah, oh, we yeah. didn't know who. It was. Yeah, he did, oh, yeah, but we, I didn't get her name. Didn't and then it was like, and then he had a great bass player and uh, drummer and some uh, some keyboard player playing so with I him think, too. I think <laughs> verbatim, eventually it said something like some guy on bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was on. Yeah. There. Well, the standard so of great. literacy is pretty it's low great. in Australia, you know. Right. It's where right, Andy? Yeah, New Zealand much better. Yeah, they would the never get away with that. Just about anything <laughs> in, in, is lower <laughs> is it, in yes, Australia. Yes, Australia is mm. really a Got shithole. Got to prepare for that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's horrible. You ever go to Australia, Andy, actually? Yeah, I've been there, but I, I, I never wanted to stay too long. No. I always felt a little uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is there really a rivalry, a rivalry that exists? No, no, not really, not really, because okay. there's really... No uh, comparison. Mm. Ah, yeah. nice. Oh. Boom. nice. I'll nice tell you work. what it's really like. It's like Canada and the United States. If you're in the United States, you don't even know Canada exists, and yeah. no one cares. If you're no. in Canada, everyone's got a chip on their shoulder about the United States, about right. everything. Yeah. It's the same in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Nobody in Australia would give a fuck about New Zealand <laughs> at all, or even think about it. Yeah. But everybody in New Zealand is always comparing themselves to Australia. Well, you know, oh, the Australians this, and the Australians that. They, they, they don't care about us at all, right, Andy? Yeah, no, not really. They're not no. interested, yeah. right. But it's a pity because they could learn a few things mm. if they yeah. did. 
So, you guys, maybe we should just have you play a song so that everyone knows you what ready? we're talking Please. about. Okay. Oh, if you're going to be superstars, yes. then we'd like to get in on it first. <laughs> How long before you're going to be superstars? What's the plan? When's you going to release this album this year? What time is it? We are. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, look what I've seen. You, <laughs> look what I see in your pocket. You have an e-cigarette. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's in it? Any weed? No, no chronic today. No uh, chronic. What's in it? It's, it's just juice. It's what just flavor? nicotine yeah, juice. Yeah, what flavor is it? It's blueberry streusel. Nice. <laughs> 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 oh, God. It's so sad what's happened to smoking used to be a man we are. No, no. Now it's turned into this like, yeah. ridiculous. This is, this is not cool at all, I, I admit. It's uh, so not cool, but no. Albert, they're trying to make it cool. No, nah, I mean, I don't even know if they're trying to make it cool. It's just so widespread They're trying to make now. you buy it. Yeah, it, it works. That's a I'll big e-cigarette, that. too. That's no joke. Know, quite, a, quite a big one. But you can get you can get pot though. You can get like can, uh, hash yeah. oil or something and stick it. Do you have yeah. any? I don't. Not on me. Have you had any though? Yeah. Yeah. And what's it like? It, uh, it's pretty intense. It's just like like vaporizing or whatever that you've been right. because you mm. have a vaporizer. Yeah. Now you can actually carry it around. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So it's yeah, it's intense. You should have brought us some because is it legal <laughs> to s- to walk around smoking that? It's not no. right. No, no, it's not. It's not legal. It's pretty easy to hide though. Does it smell like weed when you smoke? No, it doesn't. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it does. You can't Andy's, really Andy's nodding. You know about this, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm a doctor, Jim. I'm glad, by the way, to, to know your policy right off the bat about saying cuss words. Oh, yeah. And talking. No. Okay. Oh, okay. no, it's okay. We don't have any FCC yeah, okay. on, in this, in the, on the internet. Cool. Not yet. Not until the government takes over everything. Mm. Right, Bridget? No. That can't be far <laughs> off, right? <laughs> that can't be too far away. Hey, so what are you going to play, you guys, in Cardinal Sons? Uh, we, well, we were going to play a couple if we got time. Yeah, uh, we can squeeze a couple. And we do one now, one a little bit later. Cool. We might play one now, October Rolls. Okay. This, this is was kind of... We, so we came out with the EP uh, last year, and this, I guess, was our first single. It's called October Rolls. Is this the song that won the NPR? We did yeah. play it. No. Well, yeah, we had to play it as part of the set. You, you play like three or four songs in different rounds, and this was one of them. What um, did you win for that? You won this session with Charlie Sexton. We did, yeah, yeah. They, they paid for that recording. And they, um, wow. you know, we, we're getting the masters this week. Actually, they should have been in today, so we need to give them. <laughs> Where are they? And holler at them. Uh, so um, who's the record company? What does it deal with that? Well, it, just you, don't, you own them. We, so it's, we're still somewhat independent, although this record was released by the company and by the contest that uh, finances that contest. They, they basically pick, pick a winner every year, and it's called New Song Music, and they, uh, then they pay for your next recording in the following spring. Is so, it, sorry, Andrew, is, it, is it one of those contests where you win and they say, congratulations, here's a contract that you yes. need this? Mm. Kind of. How'd it kinda, go? Yeah, How's no, it going? I mean, the funny thing is... Uh, from a lot of different people that we showed the the deal to, because essentially what we wanted was a record deal, mm-hmm. but uh, different in the in the way that you would you know hope to get a record deal. Either way, um, they're releasing it, they're paying for it. Um, we have to you know recoup similar to you know any kind of record deal, um, but we own the masters. So I think that is, that's wrong. <laughs> we don't own the master. We we own a part, portion of the masters. Okay. We own hundred yeah. percent of the publishing, yeah. which is different yeah. than some record deals. And it, it's mm. actually like a more favorable record deal to the artist than than most. Yeah. So it, it worked out okay. Mm. You know? So you own the uh, publishing, which means you own the songs, and they own the masters, which means they own the, the recording. The, the actual like. So they can't do anything with that unless you let them because you own the copyright and the publishing. Yeah, but I can also almost guarantee or let me know uh, Uh. there's probably something in the contract that doesn't allow you to re-record the song 
which means you True. can't you can't do anything wow. without them with that song, but they can't yeah. do anything without you. With, so it's kind of a okay. Yeah, yeah. Did Andrew have that? Is it, do I understand that correctly? You can't re-record your own song. Correct. True. Yeah. But because okay. they own That's they bad. own the master on that song. You know. Yeah. I mean, so it, you can't it, re-record that song. Well, ever. it also makes if they sense. They never released it. Well, no. There's, really? there's it, like a it, sure. How does that make year? sense? Oh yeah, well, so it's not in perpetuity, right? It's not in perpetuity. Right. It's only up to five years. So um, that's that's kind of fair. He's pr- yeah. the, the person who's paying for it is protecting their interest to say, "I'm going to pay for you to record the song, and I'm going to try to sell the CD, and maybe we'll make some money together." But if you go and record it with Joe Schmo over there and try to sell that one, well, right. what good is it, am I? You know, to okay. spend good money point. to record your good song. Point. So, okay, yeah. all right. It's one of those. Yeah. All right. Five years sounds fair. Yeah. 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 It is. And, and I, well, I'm wondering when that five years starts, or has it already started, or did oh, it start yeah. at the beginning, of, like when we won the contest? Or I, yeah, there's many questions. Mm. Maybe it starts the day the record's released, or is it the day the probably? It's like probably, Jesus. Yeah. It's like when did time start? <laughs> right. And that's don't you always wonder that? When did we start counting at zero again? And so that it's like oh, one yeah. AD, two AD. Did we start on the day Jesus was crucified? That's what I'm saying. Or the day he came back? What's the deal with that, Andrew? Drunk, you know. I don't know, but it, why is New Year, if it's like in the year of our Lord, and then we celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th, but New Year's is January 1st, Good point, and right there's there. like five days that just doesn't exist in reality. So Jesus was born in negative one. Right. Right. And well, then, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. He, he was he born, born negative five days before zero. <laughs> right. Okay. Five well, days but before zero. But in the zero. year, ne- oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that's well, right. We were well, that is negative one, technically. You're technically right. Technically, right? negative Before one. Before zero. Yeah. We're not drunk enough year? for this. It's all <laughs> Was ridiculous. the first year zero AD? Before it was BC? Sure. Graham might know. Graham doesn't know. Well, did they she know it was going to be everything. AD when he was born? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not yeah. when he was born. It would have to be when he was crucified and came back, because nobody right. knew he was a messiah until he came back, allegedly, right? Uh, there right. were hunches. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, the, another day question. <laughs> I know a guy named Peter who... Never mind. Why is, yeah, why is it three that, days yes. that he was dead? Because he died at like you know, they always say three p.m. on Friday, and then he raises like every PM? Sunday morning. You know, it's like yeah, that's like two and a half days. You, you know, know, Joe plays at church. <laughs> it's true. Do you? Hey, let's You're talk about ch- that. You play organ <laughs> I'm a, in church. I'm a music director at a church. Yeah. Really? Do I they am. pay you? What yes. church? That is why I'm there. Um, <laughs> Whoa. To get to get Must dark be. with it, but yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm at a church uh, up in Kenner. We. Um, Okay. And I, I pick the songs every week. I've been meaning to go check this out. To you need to. You. I you need want to. to. It'll be an experience. What time do you have to get up on a it's Sunday actually morning? actually really great. Um, 10. It's, it's a late service. It's like uh, we started at 11.30. Uh, it's 11.30. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. What, uh, nas- what, what nationality? What uh, religion <laughs> is this? Uh, it's like open, open-minded, like uh, uh, non-denominational sort of stuff. But it's, it's Christian. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. Christian non-denominational, yeah. which is not a denomination. Wait, what's the name? Of the church, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, Metro Christian Fellowship. Metro Christian. Which is actually like a larger church, and you can just like open up that under that name mm. in any city. Sort like of thing. Oh, you like a franchise? It's a chain. Like, it's like Burger King. Yeah. Or, chain church. You know. <laughs> yeah. And what's the franchise fee to open one of those? I wonder. Yeah. I, I wonder too. Are I there any rules you have to follow? Like, do you have to believe in Jesus, or could we have yeah, some other God? Yeah, I, I think it's that. I think it's that thing. Well, okay, I mean, it's a Christian church. You are, know? are you Christian yourself? Do you care? We we were we you were all three raised Catholic. I think right. Uh, we've we've you know we still have that in us. You know, but it, like as far as like personally going to church every Sunday and that sort of thing, I think. I, I don't know where everybody else. Considering says, this, but is, like th- this recording may exist for a long time, uh, our parents may or may not hear it. <laughs> Say and, it ain't uh, so, Shirley boys. <laughs> yeah, 
I go to church every Sunday. Absolutely. Me wow. too. <laughs> yes. And then do you, Bridget, as well? <laughs> Absolutely. Really? And do you go to confession, all of you? I haven't been in a long time. But Isn't this kind of like to, a... You, well, I was gonna, that was going to ask you what... Right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be my next question, is what have you confessed? Yeah. Bless me, Shirley, for I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, we do name well, ourselves the Cardinal Sons. I mean, it's a church joke, you know. Well, yeah. Cardinal was a Catholic, I suppose. Right. Yeah. But, you know, somewhat of a punny, punny pun, yeah. Cardinal Sons. This but, wasn't um, the, the breakaway priest from Canna. That about 10 years ago, I think. Do you remember that? He was very progressive and modern, and mm. he no. got excommunicated. Oh, wow. Really? Mm. It went, no, no, neither one of the pastors there came from the Catholic okay. Church. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, Where did they come from? Do they, do they, they came own, from do they Laredo, own? Texas, actually. One, one of them is that he's a really awesome uh, Mexican guy, and he married a wife in Laredo, Texas, like 25 years ago. Started a family, started some churches there, and then came over here. I don't, I don't know what brought him here. But, um, it's like a sort of car dealership. It's like Tom Benson, right. sort of, of, of religion. He came from Texas, I right. think, and then he came here and, oh, yeah. and right. cleaned up. How did, how did you end up? I found a Craig, a Craig's Craigslist. List. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah. It was Brought about to you by Craigslist. Yeah. Well, it, so it everything. Was, I was a junior in college. I went to Loyola. We all three went to col- uh, college at Loyola. And I was broke. And I was like, man, I need to find a steady gig playing piano. <laughs> And so I get on Craigslist searching for those things, and then this church popped up, you know. And so you start. I started out as a piano player and just like kind of like laying it back, you know, not really taking taking too much of a part of it. And then uh, da- I brought in David. He started playing. David plays too. Yeah. My little brother. Okay. I uh, brought You're in some other musicians. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then after about two years, they were like, "Hey, Joe, can you sing?" You know. And I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." Oh, can Joe and, sing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started singing, and then I started. They asked me to, you know, start picking the songs every week, and it kind of came. But do you, so you sing as well? I do. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a choir or just you or it? So we have since in the last maybe like six months added some extra singers. So there's about an eight person choir, wow. uh, six to eight, you know, depending on sun, depending on who wakes up. So does so it get rocking? Do you really get rocking? Yeah, in there? it's one of the you know I gotta keyboard microphone yeah. churches, yeah. you know, and it's not like the it's not playing the organ in front of the choir, yeah. but it's you know. So it's what songs are you picking? Um, shall we sing some? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Teach us, teach us a song. Yeah, let's yeah. all sing yeah. it. What do you got? Uh, do you do Awesome God? Yeah. Uh. Our God is, is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how it just to let you know that it, part of the choir was Andrew Duhon there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to help out. How do I just you, got into it. How do you know that God is an awesome God? Man, I was uh, the the musical guy for our campus ministry in high school. My first song that I ever played in front of people was a spoof on Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, <laughs> and it was the Catholica song. How does that go? Famous Catholics. I don't remember. That is unbelievable. That the first song, the first song you wrote, then really yeah. performed. Performed live, and I got a standing ovation. And the rest is history. I just had to keep doing <laughs> it. <laughs> the yeah. Catholic song. Oh yeah, you have to dig that up from somewhere. We have to put that let's, up somewhere. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So we're back to religion again. Right. So you play in the church on the Sunday that starts at eleven o'clock. How many services? Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Even better. So you must be starving by the time you finish. Oh yeah, but mm. they they serve you food. You know they do. They have food. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, awesome it's a great church. way. And then the Monday rehearsals, they serve you food right after. Is so the choir kind of paid? Rehearsal? Uh, I don't know about the rest. I know one other singer is paid, um, but then like David, you know the, the the different musicians, all all of us right. get paid. 
Do you so. get paid for rehearsal? Is it a paid rehearsal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's oh, incredible. Man. Yeah, it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys need that's a good church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, you can join yeah. the choir. <laughs> I am so in. Do you get robes? Are there robes involved? But there are in the back. Actually, we've worn them one Sunday, and it was Easter, and we came out, put them on as somewhat of a joke. Um, oh come on! It's yeah. religion. It's not a joke. Well, <laughs> sure. So well, actually, well, this is a. You know, this is another sure, thing. Surely, Joe. Yeah. We play. Uh, oh, I wonder if they have that the, the, play, the church that we play at. Uh, there's two other churches that also meet there. Metro. And one, Besides at, at Metro, Metro, who exactly. else? Exactly. First Christian Church and the Spanish Church that I don't know the name of. It's like Bayside and Valley. It's kind of like uh, you know. It's kind of. Right. Yeah. So they Rivals. share the space right. so that it's right. cheaper. So everyone share the space, but they also leave their robes after they're done. And so like you we stole the robes. We stole the robes, oh. put them Mexican on for an church. Easter Sunday. Yeah, right. Wow. And uh I hope came you get out. struck down by Jesus <laughs> for that. That's got to be. It was a it was sin. definitely, he you confessed. know, broken dogma yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm on the mic, you know, we've confessed it. Um, How funny. But yeah, it was great. You know, we surprised everybody. Did you get them dry clean for them after? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, are we going to play a song? Come on, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Enough about religion. Here's some rock and roll. <laughs> what are we listening to? October Rolls. Yeah, October okay. Rolls. It's the Cardinal Sons from Jackson, Mississippi, originally now living in New Orleans. For 11 years they've been here.
Cardinal Suns. It's wow. it's that easy to be a superstar. <laughs> that was awesome. It looks so simple, doesn't it? So wow, that was beautiful. Good job. That's a real pop song, right? Yeah. Bridget, how would you describe that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you say that's like a radio-friendly pop song, ready to go? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the songs that's going to be, that was on the original Correct. Cardinal yeah. Sons Make an EP. So yes. who wrote that? I wrote it. It's beautiful. Thanks. John wrote Appreciate that. It. Well, by yourself. So you write all the songs by yourself and bring them Not in? Not all of them. Um, and certainly there's input from everyone. Only the good ones, right, John? Only the good <laughs> ones, yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a question. Yes, Bridget. So how, how old were you guys when you started playing music? And was it like a part of your family growing up? Sort of. Um, well, I, th I think our oldest brother, Daniel, uh, started. Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. Oh. Dude, I was the first one to pick up an instrument. Before Daniel? Yeah. He was running around the house flapping his when hands. Daniel right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't even know <laughs> what was there. Yeah. True. Uh, th probably Daniel was the first one at being good, though. True. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did, no, no, you, did your mother make you do piano lessons? You <laughs> I, know, I yeah. bring in a piano, piano teacher. Yeah. Said, yeah. And, yes, and how did you do with that? Did you stick with it or I give did, it up? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, so your, your mother and father weren't musical? No. No, no. okay. Uh, I, we I, have cousins. We have yeah. cousins that are very talented, um, one of which went on the road for a long time with a guy named Charlie Mars. Um, he was just a guitar player, but um, super talented. And then another, uh, his sister, actually, and these are just like second, third cousins of ours, um, Another one, his sister, uh, she's a songwriter, and she's come out with an album that's great. Um, but she, for a couple of years, just worked as a songwriter. And actually, one of her songs that she wrote got picked up by Dolly Parton. And it became like, a huge single for Dolly Parton. Um, I don't and she's know. in Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah, she is now. But yeah, well, I mean, she, she was in Nashville when she yeah. did that. But yeah. So we, we had like extended family to look up to. And I, I think like everybody took after it because like the immediately older brother was into it, too. So, like, uh, and I think it was all, you know, Daniel's idea. So, John started playing guitar Dude, first. Let's, let's clear the air but right Check now. this out. John, right. John started playing guitar first, all right? Correct. And then Daniel started playing bass because you play guitar. Correct. And then Daniel was like, Joe, you should play piano. And then when David got to be about nine, he was like, David, you got to play drums. We're going to, like, be a family <laughs> band. So, it was, like, all his kind of, like, thing. He masterminded it, and then yeah. he left. And then he did. Yeah, then he's yeah, like, then I know. He's oh, peaced. And then he said, I'm going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how about you, Bridget? Have you got a musical background as well? No, not at all. Uh, I cannot. I sing a in little bit. In the seven, you, what I, do you I mean you sing a little bit? Well, when I was in high school, I sang in the choir. And what high school church. was that? Ben Franklin. Right. What number are you going to do first? They, right now? They, <laughs> they had a church choir at Ben Franklin. No, that must have been a few the, years the ago. The Ben Franklin Honor Chorus. And then I heard that's where all the nerdy kids went, right? Oh, the man. nerdy. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of like the, that was the smart school, right? Yeah. It's a magnet school, so you have to be able to get in. You have to test to in. Mm -hmm. So what are you good at? In terms of music? Well, okay, start there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I mean, I think maybe they had to let me in. I don't know, but anyway, sang in the course. But I'm really interested to know how how young you guys were because I'm trying to expose yeah. August to yeah. as much music as possible. Oh, cool. And I have I have a cousin who is the bass player for Johnny Sketch and the Dirty Notes. Nice, David. I don't know if you because he went to Loyola. What's his, what's his last name? Parmelo. I don't know. If I, I don't know, know David. Know. Um, all those, that's, cool. that's how they got started because Loyola has that battle of the bands at the end yeah. of the year yeah, yeah, and they yeah. put together a band as a joke and then they won that's how Johnny <laughs> that Sketch, Sketch yeah, yeah that's yeah. how they no got way. started because yeah. while they were all they're in school awesome. there I didn't yeah. realize that yeah. Yeah. so David comes over on Fridays and hangs out and plays music and we all sing and just you why, know. why Fridays? Yeah. <laughs> uh, religious? 
<laughs> Nothing to do with it. Just worked out. No fish fry or that way. No. So no. he comes over every Friday. Yeah. To try and, and get August and we just at noon. At noon. What do you do all day, Bridget? Do you have a job? No, I'm well. That's awesome. I'm a, I'm I'm launching this program right now. I'm a propeller fellow. I'm got two propeller more. Propeller fella, you should say. Propeller fella. Yeah. Yeah. You're a propeller f- a fellow at the propeller. What's it? Incubation Social incubator, thing. Social incubator. So right. you. So what does that mean? They don't pay you or anything. They just give no, you a well desk. Well, it's a ten-month fellowship, and they provide you with um, pro bono consultants as well as a full-time consultant to work with you to launch your venture. Who's your consultant? His name's Al- uh, Alan Brinkman. Mm-hmm. He's from New York, and he has a lot of experience working with nonprofits. So I'm launching an urban land trust within an existing nonprofit. So oh they've boy. been protecting land throughout the state, but never in urban areas, mostly coastal and rural and agricultural. And now we're moving into the urban area so that we can help fight blight. So, so hang on a second. What does a land trust do? That's it like it's a, le- it's a preservation. It's a conservation. Mm. Right. It's like a national park or a state park or a no, it's an, wildlife it's an, preserve. It's a local nonprofit organization that um, there's 1,700 land trusts all throughout the United States. Right. And they conserve land in order to produce public benefit in perpetuity. So but it's none of them are urban, though, except you. No, none of them in Louisiana are urban. So there are other urban land trusts that I'm modeling this one after. Ah, so what are the other Louisiana ones? We're it. No, but what are the other ones that aren't urban in Louisiana? There's nothing. There's one... Well, it's, it gets into semantics about how you describe land trust, whether it's a community land trust or a regular land trust. Well, what is it exactly? It's a bunch of people who own a piece of land together or no, nothing like that? No, it's a nonprofit organization that, whose mission is to protect land in perpetuity for public benefit. So, for example... Um, well, somebody owns pr- land, though. The nonprofit owns the land forever. So you own it. Mm-hmm. The nonprofit does. You own a hunk of land in the, the bywater. What, what, what are you guys going to do with the land <laughs> for public benefit? Um, well, it depends on the parcel. So, for example, we have 150 acres um, in Orleans Parish uh, towards the end of Chef Highway. That's mm. sort of coastal protection. Mm-hmm. Then we have other properties that are along rivers that prevent the pollution from entering the river. They act as a riparian buffer. Oh, and then riparian in the urban buffer. Riparian buffer. Another good name for an album, by the Ooh, way. <laughs> and then in the urban setting, we're creating parks. So the point is to create sort of a stacked benefit where you have stormwater management, a park, and fight in removing blight from communities. What so. about the greener project? Are you trying to put some So, yeah, I heard you were down in the bywater getting your hair cut, so you must be familiar, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> familiar with the bywater. Yeah, yeah, I know the bywater. Yeah. We're familiar with hairdressers, I can tell you that. <laughs> but you own land. That's what interests me. Yeah, so you the, land, tr- the land. land trust for Louisiana uh, owns 4,000 acres throughout oh. the state. Okay, that's yep. huge. I mean, who's buying the land? We get, some of it is donated to us. So, like, we're creating a park in Zion City, which is a community right behind Restaurant Depot off of Broad and Earhart. Mm-hmm. Zion and City, it's called. Zion City. It's like one of those New Orleans-type names that no one uses, like Girt Town or something, or Pigeon Town. Zion City. Correct. <laughs> and where is it? It's behind what? Uh, behind Propeller, behind... Uh, restaurant Depot, if you know where that new yeah, restaurant but I know Depot where that is. Yeah, like it's a off very the, small off little the overpass community. There. Correct. Yeah, but it's like valuable land, isn't it? Well, all land is valuable. Well, that's right? what I'm getting and at, I, exactly. Your witness. Right. So there's two parcels. You're landowners, is what I'm saying. That's a big deal. We are landowners in perpetuity for public benefit. So you can't sell it, in other words. That's what perpetuity means Correct. forever. So you can't nope. sell it and put up a you know, shopping yeah. mall. No. So mm. the important thing here, obviously, is that we got to figure out how to live with water in our city. Or 
you know, or, or, or. We don't have to talk about that at our happy hour. But what we're doing is... <laughs> oh, I have water <laughs> right here. It's not happening. <laughs> not against water. <laughs> so, so by providing green spaces throughout the city and managing water with them, we're able to prevent subsidence or as assist with the, the rate in which our city is sinking. So what is Mr. Brinkman telling you? you ought to be? Will you stop us sinking? That is what we're That's hoping land does. Well, it's what we know land does. It provides as a, acts as a sponge. So when the sponge dries out or when we pump the water out, right. the sponge condenses and it gets very thin. Right? That's what's we'll happening? That's what's happening. That's why other roads have potholes and everything yes, keeps, it is. all the pipes That's keep exactly breaking? That's exactly right. Yep. So you, can, you can stop that happening? So if you keep, if we strategically maintain our green spaces throughout the city and allow when it rains the water to fall in those green spaces and it trickled back to the water table and allow that sponge to absorb all that water, it will reduce the rate of subsidence. How, huh. come, how come you're the only person who's thought of that? No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> Why isn't this like person. common sense, if well, you know, you know yeah. Honestly, common sense or not, it is what you learn in like second grade. <laughs> 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 Basic precipitation, you know. Okay. But I think we don't think of it in those terms in our city right now. We're not, we aren't yet at the point where we're talking about what happens to water. Well, what are we going to wait for? We're going to wait for a Category 5 hurricane to wipe us? Oh, hang on a second. Yeah, we can't wait. I mean, really, how long are we going to wait? We already went through all this. Well, that's my argument as to why we should protect land and that we shouldn't develop certain parcels of land because we are at that point where we need to be making those critical decisions about our green spaces in perpetuity. And we can use them and develop them in certain areas, and I agree with that. But I hate in to other use areas. the word Katrina here, but... After Katrina, Nagan, of all people, another word I hate to use, said that we should have all these green spaces. Remember, with the green dots all over the map, and everybody went fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. And said, no, we can't do that. Right. We can't so I think now so what's what, happening... But you're saying we should so do that? You know, here we are... Right, I am saying that. So here we are, 10 years later almost. Actually, <clears throat> Nagan was right. No. The consultants he hired yeah. um, were on to something, which was that wow. there are certain areas where the benefit of maintaining green space protects the entire city. So where what we're what the knowledge sort of is now is that we want to capture water upslope before it drains to the lower lying areas of the city. So when we're t thinking about where we should maintain green spaces and where we should build, we want to look at the sort of terrain of our city and think about the way water flows and and live with water like the Dutch do, become more like that. That's our goal. And, that's the city's goal. It's our goal to come in and partner with organizations to um, acquire the land. So we can either purchase the land, we get land donated to us, we hold conservation easements on land. There's a variety of ways that we can hold land. Um, but the point being um, that we need to be thinking about how our land can help our city. And how and many, how many of you are there, Bridget? How many how members? Many, yeah, how many people are doing this besides you? Well, I think in our city there's a great number of people now that are talking about urban water management. And yeah, but not, but not talking about it. Who's actually doing it like you are? Well, I think, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but that's why I am a fellow this year at Propeller. Because when I went to go create a park in my community, there, were, there was like one choice. Like the city owns land. And other than that, Trust for Public Land, they, they help create parks, but they don't hold land in perpetuity. And so I looked around and said, where's the land trust? And when New Orleans didn't have one, that's when... You went that's and did I something. I went and did something. That's right. Well, that's where did you go? Well, I went to the I mean, land how trust. How do you know what to do? Even? You know, my background. Chronic, chronic epidemiology. That's right. What is that? Well, it means that how does a city's built environment either foster your health or inhibit your health? So 10 years ago, when we started thinking about built in, the, the built environment 
at how we could help New Orleanians get healthier, we looked at the number of bike, bicycle and pedestrian lanes. And 10 years ago, we had five lanes, five miles of lanes, and now we have 100. So that was some work we did 10 years ago. Now I'm hoping to use that same model and say, okay, how much, what is our open space ratio, or what is the distance every child in New Orleans needs to travel to get to a park? Um, and, and, and increase that number in 10 years exponentially as we've done with bicycle and pedestrian lanes. So how does the built environment f facilitate the public health? Hmm. That's what chronic epidemiology is. Yep. Wow. Thank God for people like you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really. What, and uh, did I, the, something about the food co-op? Yeah. Oh, I was one of the founding members. Beautiful. Number okay, so here's the deal, Bridget. <laughs> I should really be oh, shopping no. at a farmer's market, and I'm not. Help me out. Where do I need to go? <laughs> Uh, good eggs. Good eggs. Where is this? Oh yeah, I know them. It's, it's a website. Yeah. It's oh. an online farmers market. So if you're not shopping at the farmers market, however, I would encourage you to go meet yeah. the people that are growing well, your food. Yeah, so I went to uh, uh, Ross's. Where's Lil Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Burger King. Lil Wayne is from <laughs> Holly Grove. Yeah, I went to Holly Grove one. That's great. And it was good, but like the box that they had, the produce box, seemed a little scant that week. So I didn't get anything. But, um, yeah. Well, there are farmer's markets almost every day now. In fact, there's just one that I passed on the way here at Armstrong Park on Thursdays. Um, so I think that, number one, I would definitely recommend a farmer's market. But it, with your schedule and all of our schedules, it's really hard. And who doesn't have much of <coughs> a schedule to worry about. No. Is that right? Then he can yeah. go to shop. At, I encourage it. I met my Rick. husband at a farmer's market. <laughs> should hang out at farmer's market. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. What was he doing at the farmer's market? Buying a baguette. Being cool. What were you just <laughs> buying a baguette? That's not a phallic symbol at all. Yeah, yeah. Gluten free. That's <laughs> what. And 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 you? What were you doing there? Uh, well, that's when I worked at Market Umbrella. You were selling baguettes. So I was um, coordinating the. Oh, you were that the. Day. You were coordinating. You were like a food coordinator. Yeah. So you worked with the. With I worked the with vendors. Market Umbrella. Right. Coordinate them. Right. Bring in new vendors and help um, help increase sales for local local goods. Mm. So. So how did you actually meet? You were just wandering around, and he was picking up a baguette. It's a long story. Well, we have the time. You'll have to have me back on it. <laughs> How long could it have taken? Well, okay. The night before, okay, I we're was going <laughs> back to the night before. All right. Well, okay. Yes, the night before, I was drinking heavily. We were at the gold mine. No, <laughs> God. I was at a restaurant, which is now Ruby Slipper, but it was called the Bank. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That in place in the Mariner. Yeah, yeah. The Bank, and. My girlfriends and I were sitting having dinner, and we were trying to come up with this answer to a trivia question. This was before smartphones. So we Jesus Christ. We, really? we had to call somebody <laughs> sitting at a How computer. How long ago was that? You had to call somebody and no, say... No, it was 2006, but okay. cell phones didn't What was have, the question? Who sang... What was the <laughs> name of Mork and Mindy's son? Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. I have no idea. Does anybody anybody know? know? Spork. Andy? Spork. <laughs> Nanu? Oh. Yeah. Nanu, Nanu. <coughs> what was it? Uh, mirth. Okay. Huh. Wow. Mirth. So, okay. <coughs> so we um, went up to this guy who had a, you know, looked like he was about the age of you know, someone who would watch Mark and Mindy. <laughs> and my girlfriend went up there and I said, wow, who's that guy? I've never seen him at any of her pool parties. And, this um, was in the bank, in the restaurant. In the bank, he was just right. dining there right. as well. And I, I was there to meet the chef, Aaron Burgau, who now has Patois. But at the time, he was working at the bank. And I was there to hire him for something for the farmer's market. And um, so Aaron came out, and I went to go talk to him. And that guy was getting up to leave. And um, so he walked out of the restaurant. And I said to my girlfriends, I said, well, that's, who, that's him. Like, that's the one. 
They're like, you're crazy. I'm like, all right. He's, he was with a girl. I'm like, it's the not one his meaning, girlfriend. Meaning like we had this. This is yeah. the guy. This is Mr. This Wright. This is it. This is Mr. Wright. Okay. Whoa. So, but somehow one of my girlfriends had said to him, well, she works at the farmer's market. So he came the next day and I had never met him. I just saw him at the restaurant. And he so thought the same thing. So he looked at you. He and came to the farmer's market. And I looking for you. Looking for me. And I walked up and I said, hi, I'm Bridget. And he said, hi, I'm Aaron. And I, I laughed because my sister's name is Aaron. And Aaron. my whole life it's been Bridget and Aaron, Bridget and Aaron. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. anyway, so that, that's it. Was it was spelled differently to your yeah. sister, right? Yes, it is. So anyway, farmer's markets are great places. Which to, one's uh, the best in town? I like the Saturday. At? Um, the corner of Magazine and Gerard. Okay. Are you looking Across for food or are you looking yeah, food. for meat and right? <laughs> yeah. It's well, good. yeah, you know, both, I guess. Well, it depends, <laughs> on, it depends on what you're scheduling. What day of the week is better for you? Because there's a market every day. Yeah, you know, early week is usually okay, more then, consistent. Then the Tuesday farmer's market at Uptown Square. Okay. Um, Uptown Square, what is that? Oh, I still call it that. What is it called what now? What is it called? It's, like, um, it's by Lambeth House or something. Yeah, there. It's, it's Broadway and the River. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you cook much, Andrew? Yeah, I love to cook. Well, what? You should be shopping at Farmer's Market. I know. All right. Well, if you don't make it there, check out goodeggs.com. It's an right. online yeah, farmer's market. Yeah, that's a great market. place. And they, yeah. they deliver. Hey, Andy, they do, deliver. You, do you cook anything? No, I don't. Nothing. Very often. Christmas Day, Christmas, I sometimes cook an old New Zealand uh, thing called brandy snaps. Do you ever have those? Do you make you those? They're hard to make. They're hard to make, but I've got it's them It's like down. lace cookies, kind of, would describe them for people. And they're like a lace cookie with whipped cream, and they roll brandy them up around. whipped cream in the middle, and you yeah. roll them up and put the whipped cream in the you middle. You can make, if you could Sounds make great. that. I can oh, make brandy you, snaps you could like sell your those. mother made them. You could <laughs> sell those. <Yeah. laughs> Sounds amazing. That sounds like something New Zealanders say when they're about to get in a bar fight. I can make brandy snaps like your mother made them. But if you can make that, you can make anything. They're hard to make, aren't they? I would think they're hard to make. I don't know. Because you have to make the right consistency, and then they have to be able to roll, and they've got they holes in them. They have to roll them exactly got like the a, right like time, a otherwise they yeah. get too, too um, crisp, and they just disintegrate. Are you tempted to make anything else, like custom no, squares? No, I'm not or tempted, actually. My wife's a pretty good cook. Uh, and yeah. Patois, which you said, is 50 mm. yards down the road. Oh, so nice. Perfect. So you live right near Children's Hospital? Correct. Yeah. Mm. Can you yep. walk to work? I can walk to work. How's your back? Pretty good, actually, <laughs> for my age. Yeah, what should we do to be looking after our backs? I was so going to ask that. You up. stretch it every day is my big thing, that you put it through a full range of motion. So mm. you arch it back and you arch it forward and mm. hold it for a little while. Mm. Do right. that and keep your tummy muscles strong and you'll be okay. Do you Oops. do yoga? No, but my daughter has just become a yoga instructor. Nice. So a lot of the things that I've been recommending for years Does I've just found out is yoga, you know. <laughs> so I'm all for yoga. Do you do yoga? Mm-hmm. Where do you do yoga at, Bridget? Uh, the NOAC. And where does your daughter teach you that in? Well, she's only just got a cert- certification. Okay. And she went to Bali to do it. <laughs> of course oh. she did. <laughs> <laughs> Smart girl. So there's a little bit of Eastern, you know, light some candles and play some Eastern music and that sort of stuff while you do it. I have a sitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Does she uh, go to farmer's markets at all? Or <laughs> she goes very much at farmer's markets. Yeah. Is that right? See? Exactly. Yeah. See? Is she, is she, is she yeah. single, Andy, by the way? Yes, yeah, she is. She is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. What market does she go to? The one on Broadway at the end of... Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Me too. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Small world. On Broadway. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. That's the one. It used to be in the old Uptown Square. Yeah, old Uptown Square. Yeah. Okay. Well, things are coming together. Yeah. 
What is she? Where does she live? Here in New Orleans, obviously. She lives in New Orleans, just moving to a new apartment um, from home, but she's uptown. Okay. Yeah, and she's starting Tulane Law School as of uh, September. August. What's your guys' feelings on the temperature thing with uh, yoga? Is it a big deal to sweat your, <laughs> excuse me, nuts off, or can you just do the yoga and let the exertion be the perspiration? I have no. I was going to say, why are you asking these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jackson, because we have. Well, <laughs> uh, Bridget does yoga, and yeah. Yeah. you have a daughter who's a yoga instructor. I don't know if you guys hear I things. Or I thought you were asking the Shirley brothers, by the way. Yeah. No, 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 I was. I was fielding the question, yoga. throwing it out there. Yeah. No, I think. There's a lot of different types. You have to find out which one speaks to you. Right. So. Gotcha. I like Hatha yoga. What, is it, uh, what does that entail? Uh, I'm not a good spokesperson for the entire... Indian tradition. Yeah, Indian the tradition, tradition for the last 5,000 um, years. You don't when do they start counting time? <laughs> 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 you happen to know that? No. no? So what is Hatha yoga then? It's kind of like... What? Well, they don't... Old-fashioned yoga. No, it, it, they it's don't have the, the heat in the room. It, but you go through... It's not a set, uh, sort of like set list of right. postures. Yeah. Every time it's a little bit different. It's improvised. So it's the jazz of yoga. Yeah. So cool. in, some, in some methodologies, you'll do the same set every time, and I kind of need to mix it up and not know what I'm doing next. Mm. Anyway, you just it's also about the teacher. So yeah. you really find a good teacher that you like and who, who can help you stretch and help you get through the postures that you're trying to bring your body into. And so I think more it's about the teacher than the method. Yeah. Hey. Mm. Andy, I wanted to show you something before we go, because I, I stole your personality, your identity today online. Uh-oh. But before we do that, let's have another song from, uh, yeah. from Cardinal okay. Sons. What do you yeah. think? Sure. Wait, Andy, wait till you see what I did to you. I've really, I've really screwed you up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, you will be shocked when I show you how I've totally stolen your identity. Now he's not going to be able to enjoy this tune. I think he's just going to be We've only got five it. minutes, and the tune's going to take about five minutes. Wait, well, I'm going to show you what I did. Play along, the boys. <laughs> Keep playing. Guys, what are you, yeah, yeah, what are you going to play? Say a nice long one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John, what are you thinking of? This is a song called Casanova. Ooh.
as my fair looks decrease But her body tight and finer still All this young guilt makes me ill For you I kill Cardinal Sons and Casanova. Is that on the new record? That is. That's yes, on the that new record yet to come yeah. out, produced by yep. Charlie Sexton. And what's the name of this album so we can look for it? Uh, we just named that. We just came up with that. We're going to call it uh, the Echo Choir EP. The Echo Choir EP. EP. Okay. So yeah, so it's only five songs. songs. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a short record. It's only five songs. When, so when, when are you guys playing this? Hey, oh yeah, hey, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Andrew has some interest in this as well because we're playing his birthday party tomorrow night at oh One Eye Jacks here in town. So it's if true. you're listening it's to true. this in the year 2014, <laughs> right. on Friday the what? The 23rd of May. Let's just put it this way. Is that your birthday we know, tomorrow, We know Andrew? that you're listening to a podcast, but we're in your head right now. Today <laughs> yeah. is right now, and we're playing tonight. <laughs> well put. Jacks. Seriously. Tonight. Be there. And it's your birthday, Andrew, tomorrow? No, it's Saturday. Well, happy birthday from Thanks. everybody here. Happy yeah. birthday. Very nice. Birthday. Yay. Yay. Uh, what, what would you like for a birthday present from uh, INO Broadcasting this year? Uh, Bohemia Classica <laughs> imported beer. We can hook <laughs> that up for you. We can get Hugo to do that. So the album, when, when is the, album, the EP coming out? It's it it, uh, August, what? Well, we don't have August. a set August. date, but it's, it'll be August. What do you yeah. make of that? The it's a good your son yeah. will be three. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What yeah. date? Does it August the what? Well, Louis Armstrong's birthday, which is August 4th, but he actually celebrated on July 4th. But That's Obama right. he used to say and it was Louis Armstrong were born on August 4th. Cool. Obama, oh. Louis Armstrong, and your son. And, and August. Oh, nice. Wow. Solid. I only have Hillary okay. Duff. Oh. I, got, I, got, I, got, I got Queen Elizabeth and Bob Dylan. Oh. Dude. Wow. That's wow. pretty cool. I have Picasso. I know. 
Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. good. Yeah, Picasso. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty I good. Our... And, and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Bridget, who have you Are done? you July 11th? October 26th. Hillary Clinton, Clinton was, was born, well, she was born twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a parallel dimension. Oh, well. that's how she got it. <laughs> yeah. What is your birthday? October 26th. And Bridget, you thought your birthday, July the 11th, was also Hillary Clinton. So it, must be, it must be Maybe wrong. it's George Clinton. No. Mm. <laughs> Are you sure? That would be cool. He was definitely born in a different dimension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah true. I'd rather have George Clinton's yeah. birthday than, yeah, than Hillary's. <laughs> if I had, a, had to choose a Clinton. And when else are you guys playing? Uh, well, uh, we have a bunch of dates in June. Um, playing in New Orleans at the end of June. It's like the last weekend of June um, at Gasa Gasa, a new spot on Ferret. Brand new um, cool venue here in New Orleans. That's great a cool really great spot. Yeah. Does it happen to be on your website, which doesn't seem to have anything on it? Uh, no, it's not on our website. No, that's, a, that's a novel <laughs> yeah, idea, having a band and then having <laughs> absolutely nothing on your website. Why? Know, What's in the works? Is that it the Loyola School of Music taught you that? <laughs> yeah, true. Music business, I think it's called. Pretty much. Yeah, Why yeah. would you have a website with nothing on it? Even at my meager research, I thought that was weird. Well, we, it, we have a guy building it right now, and he just sent ah. us a new uh, version of it today. We, we, we basically like cut down on a version that he sent us last week, and he got really mad at us. So he unplugged it all? Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you, know. I'm just going to have nothing up there. Well, so he, he, instead of doing that, he was like, fuck you, you owe me 400 more dollars. And we were like, God. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so it, it should be coming up in, in the next week. Okay, so yeah. if you're listening to this at Look some point week. in the future, there's yeah. probably Cardinal a Sons. website com. called yeah. cardinalsons.com. The best place to go is the band camp. Bandcamp, it's, it's, uh, right? That has no information about you either. By no way. information, but it has music. But does it have a tour schedule or where we can find you? Will people want to see you? Oh, because uh, we can steal the music without a problem. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're on the Facebooks and the Instagrams yeah, and the, so and the just Twitters. The usual. Cardinal yeah. Sons. Okay, before we go, Andrew, I wanted to, Andy, I wanted to show you this here. So, you know, our crack research team gives me your name, basically, yep. and that's about it. So I, I go online and have a look. Cause this is just before I came here. Like actually five minutes before I came here, and I click on this, I go to Dr. Andrew G. King. What does G stand for, by the Graham. way? Graham. 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 Okay. Exactly. But spelled a little different. But G R A E M E. The old English way. Okay. So then I look at this. It says Dr. Andrew King graduated from University of Otago School of Medicine. Dr. King has one office in Louisiana, and all this. And then it says here, look, look what it says on the top right, on top right of this page on this website. I printed this off for you so you can see. Does it see what it says? Are you Dr. King? Are you Dr. King? Yes. Click here. Yeah. So I did. Right. Yeah. So I click there, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm Dr. King now. Yeah. So guess what? Now I am Dr. King. Look what it says on the next page. It asks for my address and phone number and an email address, and I can just, I'm just you now. It's you like can be me. I am. I am you. It's like a personal Wikipedia so thing. How, much, how much is in your uh, current bank account? Because <laughs> I have access to it. I'm Dr. King. Can you believe this? How many other people could be doing this? Well, this is preying on the fact that doctors are so paranoid about what people think about them. Right. Probably the people that are looking them up mo most often as themselves. Mm. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, no, that so they're looking up to see what people say about them all the time, you know. Yeah, that must uh, be really bad now. Yeah, I, I mean, know. what is that like as a doctor? When people write stuff about you, like Yelp, you can have a restaurant and people put it sucks or whatever. Yeah, and well, I get a couple of things each uh, thing about companies that will clear that up for you. Oh. And improve your health grades. Oh wow! If you've only got two stars, I'll put you up to a four or five star. Oh, really? mm. Yeah. Genius. How much do you pay to have mm. that done, by the way? Nothing. Not for me, anyway. But people can. But people so can. So if I'm a, like a quack and, I'm, and I've had a few oh. like accidents, say a couple yeah, of kids died on the operating table, anyone yeah, can. Yeah, exactly. You can get it. You can fix it. 
<laughs> wow. And what does that cost actually? Do you know? I don't know. How do they sure. how do they do that? I wonder. It's like I you repair your Macro bad credit. Instruments, yeah. Graham. Macro instruments. <laughs> what they might do is get a whole lot of bogus people that say you were the most wonderful, fantastic dog. Oh, I just yeah. bump yeah. the rating up and flood yeah. the thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's pretty bad that I could just click on that thing and say I'm I'm Andrew King, and now I could totally be you and steal your identity. And you know, I was thinking of taking so a vacation. Hey. You could come in, and I've got a couple of busy <laughs> clinics. Yes, <laughs> I could probably would do pretty well. I have, yeah. I have a hacksaw. You, of, of you my have own. an accent. I have, a, I have an accent. I could, <laughs> nobody would know. And I've I got a nice white coat with Andrew <laughs> King on it. You okay, come around I'm about your size. I could, I could borrow it. I could go totally. and hang out down the bywater and hear these guys. <laughs> That's right. You, yeah. Could, yeah. you could come and host a podcast. Yeah. 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 Do you want to switch? We could do like you know, switcheroo. Okay, our accents are very similar. I'd love to do that. Yeah. And all I have to do is hack up a couple of kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? A little instrument infusion. Really. Yeah. You've got what do I do? Fuse? Yeah. And what other Andrew? You could help. You could be my assistant. Oh, I'm, I've, I've dabbled in child <laughs> instrument infusion before. I don't think you should admit that. Stop <laughs> drinking <laughs> immediately. Nur- nurse Andrew. <laughs> you guys, we've come to the end of happy hour, I believe. Have we, Chris? Yes, we have. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. Thank you for having I can't us. believe it's already yeah. been an hour. Yeah. My guests on happy hour today have been Bridget Kelly. Andrew King, who is also known as Grant Morris. The Cardinal Sons, John, Joe and Dave Shirley. And of course, Andrew Duhon, who's here every week or most Sometimes, weeks. Anyway. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The show was produced today by Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. And Joshua Brown is our music coordinator. The theme song, which you're currently listening to, was written and is being played by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by Chris Kehoe, and the rest of it is by PreSonus Audio Electronics. For more information about their wide range of sound recording equipment, check them out at PreSonus.com. If you'd like to be on our show, you can stay upright around this table for about an hour and keep drinking. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website, where you can also check out our other happy hour shows, along with our other shows. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. Vietnam, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with Kim Vu. And Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it where It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and Facebook. These photos are taken today by Nadine Wu and also by Douglas Engel, who's back, I see. Back from the fish pond. Hello, Douglas. If you listen to this uh, show on iTunes or Stitcher or our favorite podcast apps, well, or some podcast app you like better, thank you very much for subscribing to us. We appreciate it. If you could take a moment to rate and review us, that would help other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at the fabulous Casa Borrega. It's a live music venue. It's a restaurant. And it's also a, um, I guess you could call it a bar, down here in Central City, New Orleans. Check them out on Facebook and Twitter. Just come down here and have a drink or have a meal. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for Andrew Duhon, everyone around here at the table back at INO Broadcasting. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next time on Happy Hour. <laughs>